Hello, world, and welcome to season two of Cartridge Club Portable. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month, my very special guest is one half of the old game look forers and the Robert Downey Jr. of YouTube, NES Complex. He's here. Can you believe it? How you doing, Chris? Uh, wow, what a what a great intro! First of all, uh, kind of obscure old game look for is huh? One half of that, and what's this Robert Downey Jr. thing? Is this like uh, is this because I was like gone for a while? You're the comeback kid, yeah. And you come back. Ah, I thought about going yeah. Mickey Rourke, but I thought that would insinuate that you were gonna come back, be a flash in the pan, and then just go away again. But oh, Robert okay. Robert Downey Jr. He's either way, is, I, isn't isn't drug abuse involved in both of these? Not anymore. <laughs> okay, and okay. I can't okay. speak to your past, but I will speak <laughs> to your future, and it is looking good. Oh, good. Thank you. How are you doing, man? Welcome back to the YouTubes. Dude, I'm doing great. It's been going so well. I'm so stoked, and I'm just so blessed with uh, everybody, everybody supporting this comeback. It's been oh, great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've put out how many videos now? Like three, four, five? Six. Six? Yeah. Goodness I'm gracious. I'm kind of doing a every other week thing. Yeah. Uh, just trying to get quality up. You know, I don't want to just push stuff out. I want to try to make things that are good, really good, that I'm proud of. Well, I'm you trying. haven't disappointed yet, and well, uh, it was you. definitely worth the wait. I think we're all very happy to see you back. Thank you so much. I, I think I triggered something on YouTube, though. I, the last video I did was about counterfeit games, and I think I, I messed something up. Like, I got flagged. Uh, it, they said it wasn't suitable for all advertisers. What? And then, at, yeah, at that moment, just something changed. <laughs> I don't think my videos were getting recommended or something. How but does that work? Why would I, it get flagged? Why is it not suitable? You know, I was talking to somebody else who, who does videos that are kind of sometimes controversial, and they were saying that when those videos get flagged as not suitable, that they've noticed it affects everything. like Something everything. in the algorithm. Drop. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's funny we should be talking about fake games because for this month's CC Portable game, in the first episode of Season 2, I want to remind you, we played The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX for the Game Boy Color, which you might consider a fake game because <laughs> there's no Zelda, there's no Ganon, there's no Hyrule, there's no Triforce. Is this a fake Zelda game or not? We're going to get to the bottom of that. Right now, Chris, are you ready to dive down this I rabbit am, hole with I you? am ready. I am ready. Well, let's do it. So, of course, Link's Awakening is an updated version of the original Link's Awakening for the Game Boy. DX adds a new dungeon, taking advantage of the Game Boy Color's capability, capabilities, as well as let you print out pictures on your Game Boy Color printer, your Game Boy printer. Did you print out any pictures on your Game Boy printer? No, I never had one did of those. Did you know you could do that? I did. Yeah. But yeah, there's a little photographer shop or whatever. <laughs> Did you have this game growing up? Oh, heck yeah. I bought it immediately. I bought, you know, the original one. Yeah. Um, and I remember playing it. I, I I had some sort of school break, so I'm thinking it was a Christmas break. But I remember just this one spot on my couch that I, like, posted up, and I would just play it hour after hour and, you know, probably beat it in a matter of a couple days or whatever, just uh, marathon sessions. And I absolutely love it. So. No question about it. It's okay. fantastic. Where does this rank amongst the rest of the handheld Zelda games for you? <clears throat> Objectively and in your personal opinion. 
it is it's really tough. I kind of look at this as like a triforce of games with Oracle of ages and and seasons. Sure. Um it's really hard for me to decide between those three. Yep. This is the first one, obviously nostalgia, but you say objectively. So objectively, I probably like ages the best. So Ooh. well, that's a nice little teaser. Easy. We'll 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 get to that in a little bit. But let's let's rewind a second here. Let's go back before we jump into the game. Why don't we get the history of the game? Because I am fascinated by the history of this game, the making me of this too. game. Yeah, so let's get the the boring stuff out of the way. This was originally released in North America in August of 1993. It wouldn't be until five years later in December of 1998 that we would see its DX Game Boy Color port. Now, like I said, I'm fascinated by the development of the game, and I I wrote down a few choice things that I think are just really uh, neat. Um, It started out as a port to Link to the Past, which I'm, I'm sure you are aware of. You're a big Link to the Past fanatic. Uh, the majority of the team that worked on Link to the Past was reassembled to work on this game. Did you know this? Is this new to you? I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. Oh, well, I'm going to blow your I, mind right now. There's a lot of things I don't know. Yeah. So director, I'm going to butcher these names, Takashi Tezuka sought to make uh, Link's Awakening a spinoff and instructed scriptwriter Kensuke Tanabe to omit series staples such as Princess Zelda, the Triforce Relic, and uh, the setting of Hyrule. Now, Tezuka, who's the director again, also urged a freeform development, which resulted in cameos from the Mario and Kirby series. So if you've played this game, throughout the entire game, you got Goombas and Chain Chomps and Bloopies and this Kirby-looking fella in the dungeon. It's absolutely crazy uh, how many cameos made it into this game. Um, The game is also notable for introducing the trading sequence side quest and the fishing game. That would uh, be seen again in later installments. And then this is great. This game took 42nd place in the Guinness Book of World Records 2009 list for top 50 most important and influential video games wow. of all time. Wow. That's crazy. It, it's hard to believe that the Game Boy was able to pull off a, a game that in almost every category is, um, is, is an advancement over the original NES game. I agree. Isn't that but nuts? It's on uh, inferior hardware, yet it's superior in in all the in each facet. I would say. Yeah, but I don't think I could say it's superior. But that's another story. Wait, you don't think you could say it's superior to the original? Uh, again, they're they're in some ways yes, but I have some problems. Oh, there are well, things you about keep it teasing are, these problems. Let's, let's yeah. we're we're getting close to the problems. Okay. Okay, so that's the history of the game. Let's talk about the story. For a second, and this is, I tried to just simplify this as much as I could. So Link wakes up on an island where a talking owl tells him to wake up a giant sleeping rainbow whale that is trapped in an equally equally <laughs> giant egg atop a mountain. Like Some type of game. Episode. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. But I added this <laughs> side note because I think this is interesting. So, you know, Zelda's got this crazy timeline where there's like alternate timelines. Oh, gosh. Yeah, do you keep up with all that crap? I do not pay attention to that. I could not possibly find an ounce of care. Well, I found a, a little <laughs> bit of an ounce of a care because this is this is kind of silly. So this game is actually a sequel. See if you can follow me on this one. This is actually a sequel to Link to the Past and the Oracles games in the downfall, quote-unquote, split timeline where Ganon defeated the Hero of Time in Ocarina of Time. So we got... Five, what, five, four, four games there that it's a sequel to. Ocarina, Link to the Past, the Oracles games. 
at the well, it's end, a sequel to the parallel universe version of Ocarina where Link loses. Correct. Thank you for clarifying that. At the, <laughs> at the end of the Oracle games, Link leaves Labrina, Labrina, what, however you say it, on boat, which leads to Link's Awakening. And then Link Between Worlds is a sequel to Link's Awakening. Oh, my goodness. Whew. But isn't that cool? Because I love that this game starts... Uh, or, or rather ends with Link being... Oh, yeah, no, it starts with him being on a boat, and it's like a shipwreck. And you think, how did he get on this boat? And I love that a game that came out after this game tied it back in. I don't know if they meant to do that or if they're just making up BS, but I love that the Oracle's games, he leaves on a boat, which is what leads into this game. And that that's some, like, crazy mind-bending... Do mind you think bending. they did that on purpose when they made Oracle's? Really? Well, what, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, maybe they, they tied it in retroactively, as you're suggesting. I would suppose that's what would happen because they were like, eh, Link will be on a, it's a side quest. He's, he's maybe on a boat. Maybe they did. Shipper. I don't know. Yeah, You'd think it would did. tie into like Wind Waker or Phantom Hourglass or something. That's all about boats. Yeah, th- these are some interesting facts here. I like it. Thank you. Well, I, this is I, interesting. I do my research. Chris. <laughs> so let's get to the game. You want to talk about the game? You got of all these course. problems with it. That's what we're here for. Mr. Mr. Zelda expert. Oh my goodness. Thinks he can what, come back to YouTube after now? five years with a link to the past retrospective. And See, I did my research for that. <laughs> you did. It was, it was well done. Thank you. I appreciate it. So please. So where are we starting here? With Color Dungeon? Uh, well, I, these are, these are just talking points I have, but I, you know, we've been teasing these problems you have with it. Let's, let's talk about that. Well, the main problem I have is in some ways it, I think that it regressed. Um, and that's mainly with items. So like the shield, for example, has, had never been, uh, assigned to a button. It was always automatic. If you weren't (laughs) pushing something, I'll bleep that. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, it was automatic. If you didn't pu- push the button, he just would have it out. And if you're swinging your sword, he would retract it. But now assigning it to a button, it seems like that makes no sense. Or the power bracelet. That in, was in the first game. It was in the third game. It was always also automatic. But now it's something you have to equip. And you only have two slots to equip things in. So I just feel like uh, I'm getting into the the item menu way too often switching my inventory all the time. And, you know, with those two, sometimes you have to have the Pegasus boots and rocks feather, and then you got to switch immediately back to something else. It just felt like unnecessary switching. And it's not like they couldn't do it. You have the flippers that are automatically always enabled. Why not just make it like that with the power bracelet? I mean, I well, don't cause I suppose, how do you pick up something without using one of the two buttons they give you? And I'm not saying you you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. How do you talk to somebody? When when you're standing in proximity to a person, you can push the attack button and you talk. It's the you same know, thing. If you're in proximity to one of those uh, those stones, why not? Well, let's not forget, we're still playing on a Game Boy here. You know, it's pretty impressive <laughs> what they did, but it can't do everything, Chris. Like you, you They couldn't have had the shield be automatic. You, you use the shield. You got to push the things out of the way. Well, and here's another one, though, like the medicine. Yeah. Like in the other games, that is something you equip to use, but not in this one. No, this is an automatic thing. I love if you it. you die. That's the way well, it should I be. I do, too. 
it should be. I agree. And, you know, Link to the Past did it with the fairies in the bottle, and I think that it should be that way. But it's funny to me that the thing that has always been uh, automatic, they make a button, and the thing that used to be uh, equipped is now automatic. Like, I don't I don't understand the logic there. It's That's weird. an astute observation you've made. Well, thank you. I'm trying to be astute. <laughs> um, but I agree. I agree. If there was a major criticism for the game, it's the using the item menu all the time. It it just it interrupts the flow. I think uh, just rem- if they had fixed even those two, it would have simplified it so much more, made it uh, just more um, naturally. Flow. It would flow more naturally. The other thing that really is frustrating, and um, it's the the text boxes that you can't skip. Every time you find a guardian acorn, every time oh, yeah. you find. Uh, a, you know, one of those pieces of power, uh, you have to read that thing. Or every time you try to move a rock when before you have the bracelet, psh, nope, you got it. It's too heavy. You can't lift it. It's like it's it's and it's they even put extra sentences. It's almost like they just want you to hate approaching one of those stones. Yeah, this is, it like it'll tell you you can't lift this. No, you can't lift it. Oh, by the way, you don't have what you need yet to lift it. It's like, why do you have to have all that? And you can't skip it. It's like you have to no. watch it every bit. That drives me nuts. Or you hold up the mushroom and, and like a scent wafts down. It says every time. <laughs> I don't know. The mushroom? I don't, I don't even remember the mushroom. Oh, it was way, way at the beginning. Oh, right. It, it, just as I was writing notes, like that was one of the first things early on. I'm just thinking, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'd forgotten how much that was in it. I've, and I've played this game through several times, but... Uh, I'd forgotten about that early stuff. I'm like, sheesh, why did they have to do that? It's because because it's like they this isn't the first game. People yeah. already know this stuff. Right. So it seems avoidable. And especially now knowing it was the exact same, almost the exact same team. Like, did they think that wasn't clear enough after Link's uh, Link to the Past? I or? mean, maybe they were trying to because because like you said you know uh the medicine so this game did come after link to the past in development um so maybe they did solve it with the medicine there and then on certain things maybe they thought they were trying to fix it i'm not sure and they went back because uh there may be a reason that i you know like maybe what you said about the power bracelet is right uh it's just easier to have it be a button for that purpose but it wasn't before so yeah, I don't know why it would have been nice if the, you didn't have to to do the power bracelet because it you, you almost constantly have to have the power bracelet equipped on one of your two item boxes at all times. Oh man, yeah, especially as it gets deeper in the game. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. if I had one complaint, <clears throat> it would have to be. Hold on, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Your thinking spirit. about it, the other, and I was like, "I was like, oh, this is a good one to bring up." It's great. I do have. Wait, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I wow. completely, I completely lost it. You better not cut any of that dead space. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. You got, you got to sit with it. Well, yours were so good. I was trying to think. I got to have a good complaint. And I had one, and I friggin' lost it. If you remember, say it. Yeah. Well, one thing I did want to bring up was the map. Uh, (laughs) And I don't know how you fix this on the Game Boy, because you can't show a big map. But the map was hard to navigate when you're actually looking at the map screen. Yeah. 
It was hard to know, it, like, it, where was this? Th- think back, though, to Zelda 1. Think yeah. about that map in the corner, a big gray box. Very like true. Dot on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. It's definitely a step back, but it's portable. Yeah. This would have been one of those things that as a kid, you get out the graph paper and you make yeah. your own map. It practically is graph paper. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, just not enough detail to know whether or not you can proceed from one box to the next. That's really what I want to know. Yeah, because there's so many I'm there. routes you have can to I take. Can I go north and east? Like, what, yeah. what the heck? You know? Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I agree. Now that we got the, the negatives out of the way first and i don't want to i don't want anyone to think that i hate this game it's just those things stood out and i'm sure that people who you know played along uh i'm sure that they noticed some of those too (laughs) chris hates there's a lot of pros what you hate hate link's awakening just just (laughs) oh it's a nightmare (laughs) you know you're sabotaging this because you're trying to pimp out your link to the past video and that that's such a better game. You need to go check that out. And then I haven't said anything about that. You brought, no, that up like no, no, five. Chris, you want everybody to go watch <laughs> your amazing, uh, link to the past retrospective. That's like, no, I, I know a guy minutes. who plug all his videos, but it's not me. No, no, <laughs> you, you're sitting over here. I can just see it in your eyes. Link to the past. Everyone go watch it. Go find my YouTube NES complex. I see right I mean, I, I spent like a hundred hours on that video. So. I knew it. See? <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. Oh, it's like the fishing game in this, which is really good. That's a pro. The fishing game was fun. Are you trying to segue? I am segueing. I know you like segways. I love segways. Well, let's talk about the fishing game. Oh, are we jumping all we're just going fishing. We'll get we'll get to that oh, other wow. one. Well What's the fishing the next game thing on there. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I I put the fishing game because that was new to this, but really okay. I wanted to talk about the trading sequence, which which was also new to this game. Did you do the trading sequence? Uh, n- no, not no. There are there's like I forget which spot. There's always a spot that I get like stuck on, and I'll have yeah. to go look for a guide, and and it just drives me nuts. It can be very obtuse at points. I'll give you that. But I wish there were several slightly smaller trading sequences instead of this one massive one with like I don't even know how many stops there are. How many stops are there? Like 15, 20? Like it just, it just seems like there's it goes on forever. There's like gotta bananas be like, and hibiscus and what the heck. Like yeah, there's probably gotta on? be like 20 stops or so. It's it's a lot. But the reward is amazing. It's the boomerang. Oh, the powered yeah, that powered boomerang. Dude, it's the most powerful weapon in the game. It k- kills pretty much everything in one shot, including one of the around. one of the bosses in the dungeon. It kills in like one shot. Now I think that's an improved weapon. Actually, is it the final boss? The very final form of the final boss. I think you just need to hit it once with the boomerang and you beat it. Well, you should after you ran all those errands for people like Animal Crossing. As a kid, you would have so had to take notes about this. Without the internet... We didn't have the internet back then, not, not like oh, this. You wandered around for hours and hours just trying to find some weird, like, hippo or something. I don't What was that creature? A walrus. Yeah. Like you're just wandering around looking, uh, looking for weird animals and stuff forever. It's weird. Well, other notable additions to this version includes the color dungeon. Yeah. Specific to the DX version. Did you play the color dungeon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
What did yeah, you think? You can, you can access that pretty early, actually. It, from what I understand, as long as you haven't stepped, like any dungeon you enter, you have to have cleared that dungeon in order to be able to do it. But you can actually access it after the second dungeon. You, I think you, you just need the power bracelet. Right, right. But if no, but the thing is, if you if you're in a dungeon, if you stepped into the third dungeon and then you tried to do it, you can't do it. You have to have beat it for some reason. It's Wait, a weird. What? Yeah, I know. That's what I was reading. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's a trip. It's it's kind of weird, but I don't understand why that is. Maybe maybe this uh this article I read was wrong, but yeah, I'm I'm assuming that they knew what they were talking about. Maybe that's bad bad journalism. So the Sorry. color dungeon. <laughs> It's pretty fun. It, it utilizes the Game Boy Color. You know, you got a lot of red and blue puzzles. You're switching colors around. Oh, there's just a dungeon full of color puzzles. Um, and it's fun. It's a, it's a welcome addition. I'll always take more dungeons in my Zelda games. That's great. Uh, <clears throat> but it's what you get for beating the dungeon that I really enjoy. So you get a choice of either a red tunic or a blue tunic. The red tunic will give you more attack power. The blue tunic will give you more defense. Chris? It's basically like a permanent uh, version of the Guardian Acorn or the Piece of Power. Correct. Without that repetitive music. <laughs> that you love. Actually, when I was playing it, my son's like, man, that music is like really repetitive. <laughs> you anyway. think, son? Yeah. But uh, I always go red. Really? I went blue. Why did you choose the red tunic? What was your thought process behind it? Because I had power. a thought process. Power. Damn. But here's the More thing, man. Power. But here's you the... can always go back and change it, man. Oh, you can. You can go talk to her again, and and she'll. There's like a. I think it's a the fairy, right? Yeah. You can talk to her again and, and change it. Well, because the blue to me just seems like the way to go. Because de more defense throughout the rest of the game is great. You're, if you get the boomerang or the seashell sea, sea yeah. sword, you're already, you're, you're like super powerful. You're killing things in like one hit. You don't need any more power, right? Yes. But you know what I like? Being able to take like a million hits during a boss fight and not die. <laughs> okay. Oh, I remembered that thing, the beef I had. Okay. My, my critique. I remembered. What is it? The saving. You can only save and quit the game you can't save and continue so if you press all the buttons at once start select a and b it'll take you to a screen that says continue game or save and quit you cannot save and continue and that drove me nuts because i'm playing on a game boy advance and i'm i keep worried that like the battery's gonna run out so i'm saving constantly but then you have to restart the game or like you know go go turn it turn it off and turn it on do you get that option though if you um if you die? No, if you die, you can save and continue. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, because I was going to say, I remember... But if you it. are, you know, kicking butt, like I normally do in Zelda, and never die, then this is <laughs> well, your only option. Well, it's because you the blue tunic. <laughs> it's because I took the blue tunic, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Why did they do that? What's wrong with these people? What are you doing? I'm looking at the booklet. Oh, you got I'm the booklet? I'm trying to see what the deal is with that. Oh, with the save feature? Yeah, I was curious about it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Huh. Anyway, moving on. So, Chris, let's get down to brass tacks on Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX. 
You ready for some questions? I got the questions sure. three for you. Number one, who is this game for? You know, I, I think that it's still, obviously, it's still a very fun game. There's, I think, though, that there's something more about the history of it and the evolution of Zelda as a franchise. Yeah. Uh, this game tells a lot about that evolution. Yeah. You know, it kind of bridges, um, it really bridges, I, I kind of think of it as a midpoint, right? So a Link to the Past and original Zelda, they had a certain flavor. But this one added a quirkiness to it and it added more side characters and it wasn't exactly species like you see in uh, Ocarina. Yeah. But, but it had more like side characters and uh, that was a little more like fleshed out and then it had between the dungeons it had almost like these overworld kind of dungeons so to speak where you had to complete a certain part before you could get the key to get to the next dungeon yeah. so it kind of has this like overworld dungeon then underworld dungeon and you see that again with ocarina and then you see that obviously with all of the the other portable games uh but that formula really started with this one so it, historically I think that playing this game will give you a good understanding of the entire series before and after it. Sure. And it's connected to like six yeah. different and games. Like you said with the story, it's it's connected story-wise and it's connected also in terms of uh, the evolution of gameplay and structure. Sure. For the series, I think. So who is it for? Um, psh. <laughs> I don't know. It's Who is it for? Basically... If you own a Game Boy, to, this is my opinion. If you own a Game Boy, a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, this is a must-own. Absolutely. That's it. I agree. Is it a good portable game? Well, I, I mean, I, I think that it's it's broken up that way, like I said, with the overworld and, and uh, dungeon-type uh, back and forth kind of thing because each of those parts can be done in about 20 minutes to half an hour. Um, I think that there are good stopping points every half hour or so. So I would say, yeah. Out of five, five being perfect, how would you rate this game? Well, I can't give it perfect. But I, why does it have to be out of five? Can it be 4.5? Nope, no points. One, two, three, four. Okay, 4.5. You can't do a 4.5. <laughs> it's either a 4 oh, or a 5. I don't know. I don't know. One hand says 5, the other one says 4, and so I kind of just average it. Because <laughs> on one hand and on the other hand, yeah, I can't. I, I don't want to say 4. That just feels cheap because I think it's better than a 4, but I can't say it's perfect. An 80%? Look, whoa, whoa. I can't do that. You have to. That's that's the scale <laughs> I've given you. That's the scale I've given you, Chris. You have to. I rebel. I, I will throw your scale away. Well, I give I it a five. I do not accept your scale. Really? I give it a five. You call it perfect. For a Game Boy game? An original Game Boy game? Man, people are going to hate me, aren't they? Yes. Well, I don't know <laughs> if they're going to hate you. I was going back to my thing. But... <laughs> Come on, man. That's crazy what they were able to pull off. It's it's an absolute must-own for the original Game Boy. I, yes, okay, you have, you have, those, you have those criticisms now, knowing as, all the Zeldas that came after it, Zeldas that came before it, but for a Game Boy game like that, those are minor gripes. 
as for as far as Game Boy games go, this is about as perfect as a Game right? Boy game could be. But as far as video games go, I can't give it a perfect. So I have to say four then. To acquiesce to your rigid iron fist scale. That's how we do here <laughs> on CCP. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, it doesn't matter what we think, does it? It matters what you guys think out there. You guys playing along, you played it before, haven't played it yet, want to play it one day. I don't care. You sent in your two-word reviews, and holy crap, did we get a whole bunch of two-word reviews this month. You awesome. guys love this game, apparently, or at least want to talk about it. So we're going to try and run through this as quick as possible. Chris, uh, we usually go back and forth. I'll read one, you read one, I'll All read right. one, you read one. Maybe we uh, throw in some comments here and there in between. You ready to go? Sure. Let's rock and roll. All <laughs> right, first up, Chris R. says, Something's fishy. Hmm. So is this just a fish thing, or is he actually feel like there's something a little bit off? Well, you could read into it uh, many ways, that's for sure. Hmm. Steven Eider says, damn good. And you know what, Steven? You're damn right. Now this one here, a little controversial, especially because we're going to be talking about him again in a second. Five Game yeah. Suicide says, stay asleep. <laughs> he didn't like this. Oh, that? wow. Well, you did tweet out an image of Link in his bed. Well, because it's the the whole... But that might have swayed people's two-word review. I don't care. But, you know, yeah, stay asleep. Is he saying that it's better to just sleep? Well, he had, like, the hashtag, like, unpopular opinion. So he doesn't like oh. this Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. Matt Bandy. Hey, Matt, Matt said eye-opening. Is that like a wake-up thing? I think it is. Ah, uh, yeah. Matt's yeah. usually pretty clever about that stuff. Buried on Mars says, where's Zelda? And Rocket Sauce follows and says, where's Mario? <laughs> Actually, what's funny is there's more Mario than Zelda. <laughs> there absolutely Several is. characters look like Mario. Then you got the Goombas, and you mentioned, like, well, and then there's the Bow Wow, and you've got Shy Guy. You've got Wart in this. Oh, yeah, Wart. Yeah, Forgot there's a Wart. ton of Mario references. And, and where's Zelda? Nowhere. Nowhere. P2. This... I, there's a lot to read into in, in what he put. He says, third best. Huh. Third best. What are the other two? What's the first two? Third best Zelda? He didn't, he <laughs> gave no, I, I, who knows? He gave no clarification. P2, hmm. hit, hit us up on the Twitter. What does third best mean? I want to know what the other two are. John Leslie says, look, Goombas. <laughs> and I say, look, Chris, his name is Josh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's spelled correctly. Oh, That's spelled correctly. Man, I'm sorry, Josh. I can't read. That master's degree was totally useless. <laughs> Musty Hobbit says, great soundtrack. We didn't really talk about the music, but it is, no. it is good. It's good. Yeah, there's some, there are some good, good uh, little tunes there. Yeah. Okay, I well. like even just when the owl shows up. Yeah, that little kind of chiming sound, and of course, you know, with the ocarina and playing songs, and sure. um, you know what I love? Yeah, there. When you get the acorn or the piece of power, 
No, you don't. That music that just follows you and seems to last forever. Piece of something. <laughs> Kaiser Cade says best Zelda. Well, we know where Zelda. Where this one stands in Kaiser Cade's opinion, don't we? Retro Pixel says, yeah. and he he, he uh, he's kind of cheating on this one. He says Game Boy Awakened. Now I like that, but Game Boy is two words, not one. And he even capitalized the B. He knows. He knows what he did. You know what you did, Retro Pixel. <laughs> he's cheating. He's trying to get a two for one special. Well, that's actually very astute, though. It, it, I mean, the Game Boy was doing well, but this did take it to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, Here you go. Have hmm. fun with this one. <laughs> Not sure how to say this. J-I-E-S-H-I-K-A. Jaishika. Jaishika? Jaishika? 415. I'm not sure. 415 says, love it. Boom. Simple. Can't argue with that. Nope. Andy says, goat Game Boy. I think he means... Well, that's actually six words. (laughs) That's true. But the way he spelled it was G-O-A-T space G-A-M-E-B-O-I-I. Love it. Game Boy. Game Boy. Greatest of all time. Game Boy. Greatest of all time Game Boy. I can't disagree with that for for original Game Boy. Yeah. Game Boy Color. It opens up some other options, though. Game Boy Color's library sucks. Moving on. What? I got a bone to pick with you. That lazy game guy says, Windfish. Points for originality. <laughs> well, it's it's the core. It's it about is. that egg. Uh, and speaking of eggheads, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> that was dumb. That Cartridge means? Canuck says, "Love Marin." Ooh, a little crush there. A little crush on four bit Marin. I was gonna say that's uh, little, very little crush. <laughs> To have a crush on a four-bit character, you really got to You don't be... even understand. You just don't understand. You were just little. You don't get it. What, 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 what are you saying, Chris? Are you, is, this, is this some sort of like admittal, admittance? What are you, what are you saying? Admittal. Admittal. It's late. It's late. Rizal? <laughs> Moving on. I love this guy's name. Shroom. Shroom says Shroom. super great. It is, it is super great. Yes. It is super great. Dean from Round 2 Gaming, Dean Lasagna says, slept in. (laughs) So what, he didn't get to it? He's actually playing through it right now. He made a note that says he's playing through it right now, but he won't be able to finish it before we record the podcast. So thanks for chiming in, Dean. And Ram Vox, good old Ram Vox from Retro Fandango Podcast said, I overslept. So once again, I think that there's a little bit of sleeping going on here. Like this is not all roses. People weren't all like, it's all Link's Awakening and it's my favorite game. There's a lot of best here, favorites, you know, but there's also a lot of people sleeping. Yeah. It's a divisive game to say the least. I thought it was going to be all sunshine and Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, once again, thank you guys for chiming in. That was awesome. We had a, that was, I think, the most we've ever had for two-word reviews. A great way to kick awesome. off season two. And if you liked 
Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, you might also like, as we mentioned before, Oracle of Ages or Seasons. Have you played both of them, Chris? Yes. And so I'm sure um, you know uh, Seasons is the more action-oriented yes. installment and Ages is the more puzzle-based yeah. installment. I agree. I prefer Ages. I like the puzzles. Um, but if you beat both of them, you get the real ending. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when Capcom did it, it was originally supposed to be three games, and then they cut it down to two. Um, Seasons has a lot more of the evidence of it being a a remake of the original Zelda, some of the dungeon locations and stuff. But yeah, I really like how they did that, reusing, kind of like they did with Link to the Past, but recycling the same world in three different time periods or in four different seasons. So that was awesome. Yeah. And uh, uh, they just continued what made this game great with like the side characters. And uh, um, yeah, I, I love them. I agree. Check it out. Remember, if you get a chance and that's it for links awakening. Did you do a two word review? Oh, fart knocker. I forgot all about the two word review. Do you have one? Yeah. I thought we were supposed to have one. We were supposed to have one. I completely forgot. Go ahead. I no, I'll go first. Dream. I'll go first because you're going to have a better one than it. me. What? Out. I said it. I'll, I'll, I'll erase it. Okay. I'll okay. go first because yours is going to be better. Um, I need to think of one right now. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I got it. I got it. I got it. Totally woke. Oh my goodness! That's what that's the 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 street lingo that all the kids are using yeah. these days, right? Woke, yeah, like, are you woke? Totally woke. Okay. Woke. Uh, I just put good dream because it's kind of uh, it's good. I didn't want to put like great dream. Well, better than a wet dream. That oh would, my goodness! That would be well. That would have fit too, though. Because he wakes on up on island. an island. He's yeah. He's floating on a piece of like broken ship. Wait, check this out. I'm going to go back. I'm going to do my two-word review. Here's my two-word review. Wet dream. Oh, my gosh. He wakes up on an island. Dude, did you steal mine? I didn't didn't steal yours. I said good dream. Good dream? (laughs) Well, that's that's the best adjective you could find was good. Do you have something for Marin? What do you mean? That you're not talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a little four bits for her. (laughs) <laughs> you got a little four bits. Wow. Listen. Wow. This is going in directions I never expected. <laughs> Put the wind fish to sleep. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. I was drinking water right there. You made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost spit water all over Wet my nightmare, man. This has become a nightmare. So let's <laughs> let's get out of here. But before we do, let's talk about what's coming up. In the month of July, that's next month, we had our Turtle Power Poll winner. So it was all Ninja Turtle games that were up for grabs. You guys voted on your favorite Ninja Turtle, which then had a mystery game attached to it. And the mystery game was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Back from the Sewers for the original Game Boy. You ever played that, Chris? I have not. I don't think many people have. You always hear people talk about the first one and the third one. Nobody ever talks about this one. I think it's a great choice. that's really weird. Right? Yeah, that's odd that that is the case, but you're right. So I'm really excited to uh, talk about that next month. In August, we had our Dealer's Choice winner. And uh, so had you guys send in what games you would want the club to vote on. 
I chose one random person and we voted on your games and that winner was Five Game Suicide, the guy who didn't like <laughs> Zelda Link's Awakening, just to remind you. Yeah, I you. saw that. But you guys voted on the games that he uh, chose, he or she, I am, I am assuming it's he, I could be wrong, could be she. Uh, and you guys chose Elite Beat Agents, so in August we are going to be playing Elite Beat Agents on the DS. Chris is shaking his head. Was that Never mean? played that either. Are you going to? Perhaps. I think it's a rhythm game. Everybody talks very highly of it. I know. I've heard I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. But. I'm I'm excited so uh to play another uh, rhythm game. The last one we played for CC Portable was Patapon. So we're getting our getting our rhythm games in. And finally our big September game announcement. So it comes with a little controversy because as I mentioned in August we had our dealer's choice uh I guess more of a raffle, if you will. And I thought I had picked everybody that submitted games but turns out i forgot one name can you believe it (laughs) uh kind of and so this person contacted me and said you forgot my choices i wasn't even in the drawing because i made a little video for it and i said well luckily i planned for such an event and so i am proud to announce that september is chris r month chris r i am so sorry i forgot you but look at you now you get all your games to vote on and i even said I, I i will give you a second chance to pick whatever games you want to vote on and chris went all game boy like voting it. on game boy games so we got mega man i'm assuming he meant the original like uh, revenge of dr, dr. wiley or whatever yeah. um gargoyles quest one i'm been jones in a play for a while final fantasy adventure which is actually the first game in the secret of mana series or the mana series and Final Fantasy Legend, which is a legitimate Final Fantasy game. So in September, we will be playing one of those. But for you guys, at the start of August, or start of, no, sorry, start of July, you will be voting on them on the Twitter for CC Portable. What would you pick, Chris? Gargoyle's Quest. Yeah, I've been wanting to play that for a while. I mean, I... I love every single one of those games. I haven't finished Legend, but I beat the other three. Um, yeah, Gargoyle's Quest is just so different. Okay, well, there you go. Final Fantasy Adventure is very, you know, when that came out, when I saw that in Nintendo Power, uh, it screamed Zelda, so I was all over it. You know, I got oh, that true. day one, too. It was 40 bucks back then, too, which was pretty steep for a Game Boy game. Right. But I got that immediately. And, of course, Mega Man is, it's Mega Man Lite. So, but Gargoyle's Quest has a, a its its own personality mm-hmm. there, which kind of sets it apart. So, I'm hoping people vote for that. I'd like to hear it. Well, there you go. NES Complex endorses Gargoyle's Quest. We'll see. Only way to find out is to get on Twitter at CC Portable Unite and vote. It'll last for one week at the beginning of July. And that's my plug. Also check out cartridgeclub.org where you can share your experiences alongside us. Um, And if you are part of the Cartridge Club Discord, check that out. We've been getting a lot of uh, feedback and experiences on there. So that's very fun. If you need any info for that, uh, I don't know, hit up someone else because I don't know how to get you the the Discord (laughs) info. Uh, but you can let me know what <laughs> games you'd like to play or if you want to be a special guest like Chris here. And speaking of Chris, where can we find you? What do you want to plug? 
Uh, pretty much everything is NES Complex. So Twitter is at NES Complex, and Facebook is NES Complex, and the channel is NES Complex on YouTube. And uh, I said NES Complex way too many times. <laughs> NES Complex. <laughs> well, there you go. One uh, more. Chris, NES Complex, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Uh, I, I love this show. I love this the premise of all the the cartridge club premise has always been really awesome to me and, and thank you for having me and i'm sorry I, if uh if you don't like that i'm not the biggest zelda links awakening fan i do love the game but uh, I'm, i feel like i came across like i didn't so much so sorry about that <laughs> sign us off chris card wait cc <laughs> this is great yeah cc untie <laughs> That's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. <laughs>